0: Greetings and welcome to another exciting episode of the Wildlife Disney Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm here with my friends, as always, with JD and David. How are you guys? Great. How are you? What up? I'm doing great. Freezing. Um, It's the end of, or towards the end of November, the week before Thanksgiving. And uh, we're now in the 20 degree area where I'm at. So, freezing our our little tails off up here. But uh, other than that, man, doing really well. Doing really well. How about you guys?
1: I'm good, freezing good. too, man. We got, we're got we in the 70s <laughs> today. You're wearing, wearing, the 70s. you're wearing a sweatshirt, though. I, you know,
0: I've, got, hey, I've got a jacket it's and a sweat. <laughs> and since, since we last, uh, last were together, um, my Houston Astros are world champions. So uh, um, please don't turn off the podcast
1: Dad, if you hate me. Do you smell that? I noticed, I noticed do you smell that, that, Dad? It smells like a, a cheater.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Yeah, it, It's funny. You know, I, I have a, an ongoing theory that I stand firm with. It's that the Houston Astros took the fall for all y'all's cheating teams. So um, <laughs> whoa, 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 we, we are, we're the heroes in this. We're What's heroes. the
1: connection to Houston? What do you mean? Like how, my, how, oh, how Why you... am I a fan? Yeah.
0: So both both of my parents are originally from Southeast Texas.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Um, from gotcha, the
0: man. Beaumont area. And so my dad um, grew up, uh, you know, a Cowboys fan and an Oilers fan and a you know, all Texas sports fans. And some of that translated over to me. Uh, My first baseball game was at the Astrodome, actually. I remember it back when I was a little kid. So I've just always loved the orange and the rainbow stripes and Nolan Ryan Hmm. and Mike Scott and and all those guys when I was a kid. And they were never super good. But then when I was in in college, we had, I remember Craig Biggio and Jeff Bagwell and, and Derek Bell, the killer bees and Lance Berkman. And And I used to love those guys, and then we were terrible for a while. Then we got Altuve, who is probably, in my opinion, the greatest um, pound for pound baseball player in the modern in the last ten years, at least. And um, and so got our second World Series in six years, and uh, I'm riding high on that. Well, because my Kentucky it, Wildcats are not about the to
1: favorite. say it's college basketball season, so that should be the only sports related, except the World Cup. Well, it's that, it's okay, not okay. really.
0: Is it really college basketball season though? Until what? Like January, February. Um, you know these these games don't matter. I agree. I don't know. With you. There's some big matchups. Fan. There There's are, but they're meaningless. Match-ups. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for
1: sure. For sure.
0: I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I do get excited. I'm watching them all. In fact, uh, Kentucky plays Gonzaga on Sunday. And so I'm pumped about that. Oh, shoot. That's and uh, both of us have good teams. Yeah, I know you guys are Tar Heel fans, and and, oh, yeah. and everybody's, everybody's going to be good this year. So it should mm-hmm. be a pretty exciting college basketball season for certain. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's what's new with me, just my <laughs> sports world and whatnot. Um, You know, Christmas is coming up fast, and we're about to wind down our season of while Love Disney. This is season two. We've gone through this year. We'll probably – you know, we haven't discussed this officially, but this is probably one of the last episodes of the year before we bring – launching a season three back in January in 2023. So um, what do you, I know this is all unexpected, but what is your favorite memory from 2022 Disney related?
1: Hmm, man. I love that. Let's think about it. That's probably, that's pretty easy. Whoa. What is it?
2: We took a big family trip to <laughs> Disney. World oh, yeah. oh
0: yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh dang. Go, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: It's amazing okay. when you go so often, you don't even remember,
2: you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'd probably that say was, that. That was pretty fun. <laughs> that was a pretty good memory. That was a good one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think mine,
0: too, actually, is is actually getting the picture of the burger from David. Um, from <laughs> Geyser Point, bison right? Burger. The Bison yeah, that, Burger. Yeah, no, from, that,
1: that's uh, the highlight. That's the number um, one.
2: What is the restaurant? What's
0: the restaurant? Is it Geyser Point? Oh, Geyser Point, Geyser Point. Yeah,
2: Geyser Point. <laughs> that's yeah at, at Fort Wilderness. Yeah, at Fort, yeah. uh, uh, Fort, Fort Wilderness. I've even looked it up online. I found some uh, recipes online on how to make it. I, I still have it. Send those yet. over to me. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was, it's the it's it's whatever the su- the sweet jelly that's in the it's on top of it that I could you can't I've never it was so good and I've never had anything like it and so that's what I'm looking for because you I guess you could put a, another kind of jelly on a burger but it's not going to be the same thing.
1: Thanksgiving. You know what's Thanks. funny?
2: Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: This summer, I, I had a burger. Think,
2: I'm not sure that the jelly isn't something you can buy. It's not. I don't know. It's, that it's they made, made. It's homemade. Jelly. Yeah, it's like
0: a. I, they, I'm yeah. sure they do.
2: They may buy the jelly. If I can buy the jelly, that's going to make it a whole lot easier.
0: So I had a burger this summer that was fantastic, and it had a court I like. I, I'm one of those fried egg and bacon kind of guys I love. I love yeah, I one of those. Mm-hmm. But it also had peanut butter,
1: what? peanut butter on it. I don't, I don't know It was fantastic. I don't know about It was really that. good.
2: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't think so, don't but it was very, very good. Oh That's like a, uh, we have a relative that loves peanut butter on a chocolate mint patty. Yeah. That sounds I- I'm better okay than... with chocolate.
0: That's a Reese's, chocolate but not mint.
2: mint. Chocolate mint with peanut butter on it.
0: I will say I'm not a big mint fan, so if I had to eat a York peppermint patty, if I put it in peanut butter, it might be more edible.
2: But (laughs) that does not sound good to me. I never could do it. Peanut butter, they both sound good with chocolate, but not together. Interesting. Well,
0: we we all have the same – then we all have the same uh, Disney, Disney movie. Let me say, what's your favorite Disney movie of 2022?
1: That's what I was really trying to think through, of what would I say is my favorite.
2: I don't think yeah. I. I'm gonna an answer. I don't think I had any in 22 that upset a, a, a stronger favorite
1: from the past. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I never your favorite of this year <laughs> of the of all the ones you saw. We had a lot of Marvel. We had a lot of. I know I'm putting you on the spot.
1: too. No, this is good. Let's think through it because this is kind of fun to reflect on the year. Would, I'm about to I look would up. I be the
0: list. I, you did catch. I'm, I'm about to look it Andy. up. I'm going to say, say Multiverse of Madness. That was my favorite. Oh,
1: okay. I'm looking it up. Man, I'm, up, already, I'm already, I'm already some, kind of blank. What let's was this show out okay. there? Oh, Pinocchio. Well, no,
2: what about No Way Home? was it that?
1: Oh, shit. that was last year. That was December was of 21. Oh, right? Dang it was. Yeah, yeah. You're right.
2: Maybe I saw it in January.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we've got. So I'm just kind of reading through. Well, Death on the Nile. That was uh that's Fox, but still Disney. Um, Turning red. Um, Doctor Strange, the Bob's Burger movie, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, um, Lightyear. We have Pinocchio, yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, okay, hold Hope on, Spokes- hold
0: on. Let's go through those one at a time and just give us beat expectations, low expectations. Liked it, or you know what I'm saying, or didn't yeah. see it. Go quick. Okay. So I start. With okay, the- here we
1: go. Here we go. I'm going back well, this to the is top. Tough. That okay. um. So the first one is Ice Age: Adventures of Buck Wild. Didn't
2: see. I it. didn't see that. Didn't, didn't see, see it. That. I'm not. I'm not used to that being
1: Disney <laughs> yeah, yet. Talk. I'm trying yeah, to get yeah. used to it. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Sure. Death on the Nile. I just saw it. I saw it. Uh, yeah. Do Do
2: you like it? Um, I've seen every version of that movie. This is the third.
0: Agatha um, Christie, right?
2: Yeah, and so uh, it's interesting. They they if you know the book it it's it's interesting how they do things i i would say it about it about met my expectations okay it didn't blow me Gun. away but it you know after after murder on the orient express i expected it to be about the same and it it was about the same so it met my i, expectations.
0: I, I it exceeded mine cuz i've never read the book or seen the old ones i really enjoyed it so um i liked it a lot
1: yeah, I'll say the same thing. It exceeded my expectations. McKay didn't love it. I really love any mystery, so I support anybody trying to do a mystery. And I didn't – I, I wasn't expecting the ending, so exceeded expectations. Uh, it is not, um, it's
2: not as good as the BBC version from 2004.
1: Okay. And then next, I know we all saw this, Sneakerella. I didn't see, <laughs> I that. Didn't see, see
2: that. I didn't see that. That was a Disney – that was Disney yeah. Plus, wasn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Turning red.
2: Saw that. Surpassed,
0: surpassed my expectations. I, w- I wouldn't put it on my all-time top 10 Pixar, but I liked it. I really yeah, liked it. Yeah,
1: I would say it surpassed, but my expectations were low. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I, it, it probably met, but I, I've i never watched it again. I can't imagine watching it again until I have Granddaughters, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: all right. So until that day, um, we have cheaper by the dozen. They did like a spinoff with com- a ton of new. Didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't see, see that either. No, if you're not gonna do put Steve Martin in there, um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
0: By my movie of the year.
1: Wow. I would say met
2: my expectations. It wasn't lower, but I, it, and even still, good. my
0: movie of the year after seeing Wakanda Forever, which we'll talk about in a few minutes.
1: I, okay. I would say I would say met expectations also, but this is talking about different expectations. I had really high expectations, so I still like the movie.
2: That's probably but. it. I probably had high, but it, uh, but it still kind of,
1: yeah. Um,
2: it, was, it was a it was a good movie. Again, it's not one that I've been dying to watch over and over again.
1: The Bob's Burger movie.
2: I, I see love that. love
0: met met expectations, and I love Bob's Burger. So it oh, is wow. exactly what the show is. If you love the show, you'll love it. If you have no idea what it is, you probably won't get it. Um, it's for Bob's Burger fans, and and I do highly recommend Bob's Burger, the series. It's relatively clean, like we watch it as a family, and um, so it's not like a raunchy. Mm-hmm. You, you see that style of animation, your first thought is, oh, family guy, I can't wa- you know, watch this in mixed company, um, but it's so funny. The characters are just so quirky and unique. I highly recommend it, but huh. not the movie. Don't start with the
1: movie. Oh, Okay. Cause obviously I've never seen it, but I've had friends who really enjoy it. Um, the next is Chippendale rescue Rangers.
0: I'm glad you added rescue Rangers to that because I didn't, didn't know if there was something risque We're you know, male <laughs> oh <gosh>. exotic dancers, <laughs> Chippendale. Um, we were supposed to Disney put out that I missed, but, um, I actually, I meant to see it and never did.
1: I forgot. Wow. You should, I would say it, it actually surpassed my expectations I thought it had a good mix of nostalgia. It was also kind of funny, and it also had a tiny hint of uh, mystery to it. So I'm making a list
2: actually for holiday movie watching.
1: Oh yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah,
2: it's it's definitely one that I think will be. I think it was to be a good fun family thing. I don't think can't remember if there's anything like. Oh no, no, it's
1: fam. It's totally family friendly. Yeah, sometimes Um,
2: again. That's the 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 comedians like that you never know like when they're going to throw little things in there but yeah yeah i like i um, like i remember like looking for the easter eggs and the little you know they'll open something up in the freezer and you'll see the the package of food in the freezer has some you know vintage cartoon reference or something like that 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 was fun but it was okay
1: yeah um, this next one, I'm trying to put a face to it, but I can't remember. Better Nate than ever. Does that ring a bell to anybody? That's Disney Plus. That was a Disney Plus show live action. I didn't see it. My kids did, though. They liked okay. it. It came out in April. Um, and then but the like next. The
2: kid that wants to be in the theater? a subdue theater? I think I so. I don't know
1: it's what it's about. Okay. The, so now we get to June, uh, and we have Lightyear. Let's talk about Yeah, it. I never saw it. Uh... Again, the reviews
0: were so lukewarm and I listened to you guys talk about it and I was like, I'm not spending money to go watch it. If I get around to it, I'll check it out. And I haven't watched it and I haven't felt I haven't lost a wink of sleep.
1: Yeah. Should have guarded the expectations. Because I had way big expectations and it didn't I mean,
2: I I mean again, I I went I actually went twice because uh I went back with my future son in law. We went back to see it. But I I think that uh It was still just okay. Like, it wasn't great by any means. It was just, it was okay.
1: You know, this is funny. It's like, I'm looking through this, and honestly, Multiverse of Madness might be my movie of the year so far. Um, Next, we have Thor Love and Thunder, came out in July. I will say I
0: loved it, but it met my expectations. I expected, I wouldn't say it exceeded my expectations, but I liked it more than almost anyone I know. So that said, yeah. I get it. I'm in the minority. Christian
2: it probably, Bale. It, it probably no. that Christian Bale was excellent. Overall, of it went bo- a little below my expectations, uh, mainly because again, like my my wife loves Marvel too, and so that's just something we. She always looks forward to, and so she was bored, and so I, you know that that yeah. probably affected my yeah. overall. Opinion of it, I just, I just think it got really long, and I like the goats. I, I, I thought everybody got irritated with the goats, and the goats was the the one laugh. I really didn't laugh. That was the one thing I just didn't laugh.
1: And it was a pretty big. And, I mean, almost could call it a comedy. And it
2: was, I laughed. I mean, it wasn't like in Ragnarok. I laugh a lot. Yeah. And this one, I just, it was just, I don't know. It just, went, yeah. it didn't seem. But, Sometimes that can be the crowd. I mean, when we went to see it too, there weren't many people in the theater, and we went open the weekend. Not many people were there.
1: Um, Next, we have Pinocchio in September.
0: Did you see
1: that,
0: I did, yes. Below Expectations.
1: Below Expectations. Um, The
0: the original, it's just, you know, why? It it was unneeded. Yeah. The original is better.
2: I thought, I, I do, I do, I do we never got to talk about Pinocchio. I don't think we ever did a show on it. But Mm-mm. you know, it started out and Geppetto sang this little song, and you get this backstory of he's lost somebody. He's lost a kid. He's 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 creating a I thought this can really go and then like it like every little intriguing thing that it started with, it never came back to. There was no follow up. There was no yeah. uh it was like all the all the moments where they could have gone uh better. And and the thing that really bothered me the most about it, well, there's there were a couple of things. It's just like it all the lessons you were supposed to learn were gone. Like everything that you were you were ever this is the moral these this is a morality tale. It's a fable the it, postmodern you're
0: supposed, interpretation.
2: You're supposed to learn a lesson. And he he didn't learn anything. Like you were yes. supposed to learn not to lie and he he benefited from lying he he lied and he got the he got the key with his long nose or something like that i can't remember how he breaks out it was like no he that that's not the way that's not the way life works <laughs> it's not <laughs> supposed to lying is not supposed to be good <laughs> yeah and there were several yep. things like that too where it was like he you know he he didn't go to school and so there were consequences. And then, but it was okay because when he got to school, they threw him out. And so that was like, oh, well, you know, all that lesson there, that's for nothing. So it was kind of, uh, it was just kind of confusing.
1: Yeah. It's like, plus, I agree. Plus, Tom Hanks couldn't have been cheap. And that's why Disney Plus is close to a deficit right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You could have made, honest, but would you have watched it without Tom Hanks?
1: Exactly. No, I wouldn't have. I mean, I, well, probably well, I would have. I but I think I would have because you know nobody, very few
2: people knew the guy that played Geppetto in the first movie.
1: Well, that's true. Today. But
0: I think he, had not Tom Hanks been in it, it would have like blue, but kind of like light here. I just never would have got around to it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. It was mm-hmm. the one thing that reminded. Oh, Pinocchio comes out this weekend because Tom I Hanks think, is in.
2: It. I do think. I think when you when they say we're going to remake Pinocchio. I mean, th- which is considered one of the h- highest ranking, even on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like a 100% score. I mean, critics mm. have always praised it creatively, story and everything. So you go, we're going to remake that. You kind of, it's like Buzz Lightyear. You know you're going to get another chapter in a story, but this was like a remake of a whole movie. So I think yeah. I would have seen it regardless of yeah. what... They were doing, and again, I, I'm not so sure that some of these things aren't now that they're just trying to protect their copyrighted image. They throw him in True. there. The movie comes up in a few years; they'll be they'll be protected. Maybe maybe that's some of it. I, I didn't I didn't walk away going, "What a wasted a waste of my time." But it was sad that so much was lost and along the yeah.
1: way. Next, we have Hocus Pocus two. Below expectations for John well, David
2: Dustin. You re-watched, you rewatched the first movie this year, so I, I realized
0: I don't. I'd never really seen the first. I realized I'd never seen Hocus Pocus. I thought I had. I hadn't. So I watched the first one. I'm like, man, this movie kind of sucks. Why would I want to see a <laughs> sequel of this? And
2: it just wasn't good. <laughs> you it can't say so... that. You'll have everybody like throwing uh, rocks. I think at you. you. Hey, There's a group I'm there.
1: <laughs> it's nostalgic <laughs> for a lot good. of people. It's, you gotta admit, it, the it, it, the song was fire though. I'll put a spell yeah. on you in the first one. That song is amazing. I'll put a yeah,
2: spell I, on I you. I still think I still think that there was I think Hocus Pocus is proof. It's proof that Disney can make any IP successful if they want to. Because it's 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 because that was where you they went and grabbed some, it was nostalgia. And they've put them so prominently in the show at Mickey's not so scary Halloween. And I think that combination, and it's a great show. It's one of the best castle shows that they've, cool. they do all year long. It's very, very good. And so I think that combination proved, and it, and it was, it, it, it did credible on, on Disney plus. It was their, I sent you that article. It, it was their top ranking thing it knocked frozen Two and encanto backwards as far as streams i, I, don't, I don't really i, I do like bet miller like she that was they were good witches you know
0: i thought the acting was all right it's just the story had it was just i didn't really get it
2: this this, this this new one uh again i thought it was fine uh i don't think the song What what was the they had one way or another is that the one they used
1: uh, from maybe at
2: the end, I'm going to get, I you, get so. you, get you, get you. Yeah, that, I think so, so. Maybe I would have yeah. just r- would have loved to heard to sing "Spell on You" again. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. it was still good, and uh I mean, even I saw a little thing about even budget cuts that they went through. I mean, like everything has budget cuts of things that they wanted to do and things that change. Yeah. Main thing that I didn't love about it I was I was kind of mystified by the end that every guy, every guy. The dad, the boyfriend, the guy that runs the magic shop, uh, they're they all really, really stupid, really obviously stupid or scared, goofy. There was no, it was just kind of a weak, a weak male cast. And I don't know why we kind of keep wanting to do that over and over again. It's just, it's kind of yeah. worn out. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love, was, love strong was, female characters. I love the strong female characters, but when there's, when there's not one guy that can even be a help, I mean they're just they, all they, comple- they're all completely
1: incapable of even yeah. helping. Yeah, well, it's like they're not Disney they're Channel not just, sitcoms
0: of the 2000s.
1: Yeah, but it's like they're not even they're not just dumb. They're just genuinely like not good people. Like in those shows, it's like. It makes them out to like the bad, like jock, you know, bully or whatever. And it's like it takes him the
2: whole movie to realize that he's saying things that aren't kind. And then the the other guy that the guy that runs the magic shop kind of deceives everybody. And but then he's kind of supposed to be likable, but he he deceived everybody. And it's just it's just really confusing. It's the and the dad again. The dad was just. Always a disappointment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, next. So, next. <laughs> Anyways, we finally got through November. We're in the month we're in right now. Um, have you all seen this? Came out November fourth. uh Glass. I didn't Catter- even
2: hear of that.
1: From the same people who created, or so, Silver Lining Playbook and American Ooh. Hustle director David L. Russell. Wow, is back with his first. Film since 2015's Joy. Um, Is this out yet? Like Robert De Niro, Christian Bale. What in the world? Let's look this up. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this was the name of it. Yeah, it came out of theaters and people weren't really talking about it. It's got a ton. Listen to this Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Rami Malik, uh, Robert De Niro. Um, Chris Rock, is Taylor Swift. Okay, this is calling it Canterbury Glass. I thought it was called um, Amsterdam. It was, it and was called it's called
2: Amsterdam, and it and it taints really fast. But look <laughs> it at had this. everybody in it.
1: But yeah, this is so funny. It's it's calling it that, but that's not Disney. So this might be something wrong with the article. Let's just keep going. Okay, but maybe be. maybe look That's maybe look that up on Disney Plus or something. But it's not saying I, about I'm sure Disney Plus
2: when it came out. I thought it was going to be like, oh, here, the, you know, the whole Disney's, uh, Fox's, Agatha Christie stuff is and Knives Out bringing in another whole, another whole little venture here. But it, it seemed to go fast. I, it came out and it was gone. Yeah. All
1: right. um, then the last thing, and then we can talk about the future for the rest of the year, um, was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I guess this is a good entry well, Yeah, a great seg. Listen,
0: here we go. I yeah. saw it last night.
1: Perfect. You guys about said it. What, what about night? expectations? Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think it met my – I had very, very high expectations, and I'm going to be generous and say it met those expectations. What you guys
2: I yeah, thought,
1: I would
0: say the same. Sorry, I would say
2: the same thing. I thought that uh, I I was a little mm-hmm. nervous like uh, I guess I saw a little um, blurb that talked about how somber the movie was so that kind of lowered my <laughs> expectations going in. but I thought the performances were great. I thought I thought the the the, the actresses all did an incredible job. It wasn't quite what I expected. As, that it was that much grief. Uh, it was constant grief, really. It was the grief of of losing Black Panther, and then there's the grief of losing other characters, and then there's this the grief of the past, and there's grief of the long past, and it was just a lot of trauma and grief. Uh, so um, yeah, again, that I, you know, but I, I still thought the performances were great. I thought Angela Bassett, thought an amazing job I, she's such a yeah. great actress just listening to her talk is good she's so good <laughs> i agree great voice mm.
1: so i thought she was the best great, of the movie
2: yeah and so and i did sure. i did go i did feel like i did feel like it was it was dramatic in a different way and so i thought that was i know i saw a lot of people that didn't like that about it but i thought that I thought the performances were really solid. I, I I could I definitely would would watch it again, and I want to go back. Now there were some things that I didn't find very believable, and there were some things that were like what you know here and there that I just thought were a little off. Yeah, a lot of things that made me question. I mean, and, and it's like one minute we're we're talking about uh, just the political side of things and how bad people can be but then it was like wait a minute I'm not has Wakanda been what did they do <laughs> where were they when when the world needed them so it was kind of back and forth they're like I'm not sure but I liked it does that make yeah. any sense
1: yeah no it makes <laughs> sense I'll add to that um I think you're right I mean I think this movie was just supposed to be like it couldn't have honored Chadwick anymore like it did a great job. At yeah. that. And um, I think that was the main intention. Um, yeah. So, on that side, they couldn't have done a better job, in my opinion. Um, as the movie goes, I liked Namor. Um, I thought he was a great villain. I, it's kind of the same problems as far as enjoying it, being able to sit back and say, oh, yeah, I'll sit down on my couch and watch this. Is it you just kind of watch Wakanda get beat up for three hours? There was no like, like I didn't get a sense of like, yeah, Wakanda, like don't mess with Wakanda. It was like Wakanda was the victim. And I was like, why, why do they have to be the victim this whole time? Can we have some empowering moments for them? Um, which I was like, you you could throw a couple of those in. Um, the, but I'd probably say my biggest kind of like, I don't know if this was necessary. Like are you just trying to introduce this character for a, a Disney plus series was this Ironheart character? Um, the her her costume or her suit just didn't seem very well done to me. Um and I haven't done a lot of research and I've never read comics with Ironheart, but I was just kind of reading up a little bit about it and it was like, man, this character is actually really cool. We should have gotten more background than just she's a super smart college student, you know, who created how to detect uh vibranium. Um so hopefully we'll see a little bit more about her cuz I want to like her, but I was kind of like what's what is she bringing to this movie but those are my kind of main points my
0: my kids informed me afterwards that ironheart is a very key component in the comic books that Mm -hmm. we'll be seeing probably a lot more of her however we're off canon a lot in this movie and i think Mm. if you're a purist um there's a lot that'll bother you about this um let's start with ironheart um ironheart I was informed by my kids <laughs> who played a key role in the in the defeat of Thanos in the comic books. Uh-huh. In fact, was a super smart uh, scientist, you know kid just kind of like they've depicted it except Tony Stark discovers her. yeah and he is the the, the um, he is the basis for her technology and her suit and she's kind of like the next Iron Man kind of deal which she you know kind of comes across in this a little bit yeah but um, but it, so her origin story is way off you know, um, already. Mm -hmm. Um, but she will probably play. I do think in some of the, the the future Disney, I can't remember series or movies that there are some references to, to, to her already. So we know she's going to be in the future. I actually side note one negative thing. Um, I didn't, I thought of all of the characters in the movie, her acting was probably the weakest. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? You know, yeah. uh, I found her the less, com- the least compelling and, and she had a lot to work with, you know what I mean? Like, um, so I hope that, you know how like DC's had, had the reboot stuff and had to rearrange things because things didn't work out quite like they hoped. I mm-hmm. really, really hope that they can salvage this because yeah. I'm not convinced with her yet. Kind of like, I think maybe some of the things you were just alluding to about the suit and and kind yeah. of she was thrown into this thing. And now she's with scientists more. She's brilliant. But now she's in a place where there's more technology and she's kind of it, it just, it, you know, yeah. the, the I kind of the original thing about her being a whiz kid and discovered and makes sense. I'm not sure about throwing her into this realm so much. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, the thing is, it's like Iron Man, everything about him was we got all this story. And then he got this suit, but with her, it's just like, oh hey, how are you? Five seconds, you're really smart. You, you and it's like, okay, here's this, here's the suit, and it's like, well, like this is a crazy innovation in the world to have a suit that's flying around and fighting. It's like, does anyone who's just really smart? I don't know. That was kind of my problem of it. It was like, does everyone who's just smart they can just build a suit? But they didn't even refer to her anything about Iron Heart. Um, did they, there was no, like, it was just, I don't remember. I don't think so.
2: And I've got a question. Is it, is it Captain America's shield made out of vibranium? Yeah. So they've had vibranium in other places other than Wakanda.
1: Well, I think that's why it was so, I mean, you're right. So yeah. You're right. If,
2: they, if, 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 if vibranium was other places to make his shield, unless they got his shield from Wakanda, back with Tony Stark's dad, is it vibranium in other places? That was another big question. I was like, why do they always act like this is the only place you can get it? Because well, we've seen yeah. it in other places, I
1: thought. Well, that's what this but, whole movie was about, was uh, Namor, was, they were the ones protecting other people from discovering it. And because yeah. even the Wakanda, Wakanda was saying... You can only get it from us wait no what you can get it from other places we thought it was only on this part of the world that we were governing so i think honestly i think if captain america i mean he obviously had it i think uh they probably got it from the wakandans i don't think that was from i've never known there's probably a story there well there's a new video game coming out um (laughs) there's a new video game coming out that uh uh t'challa's grandfather the, that Black Panther and Captain America are going to be fighting Nazis on your local PlayStation or Xbox. So maybe that will give us some more story. That
2: might give you some that was, story. That was the other.
0: So if I'm going to tell you, and again, I like, so Black Panther is like one of my top five all-time Marvel movies. It just mm-hmm. It's great in every way. Watch,
2: we watched it again before we went, and it it is so good.
0: It, it is. And, and I also went into this knowing that with Chadwick Boseman not in it, I'm not, it's not going to, it's not going to satisfy me like the first one did, you know what I'm saying? But with really high expectations, I met it and I really liked the movie. Like everyone I talked to, I I do think it's really long and the story kind of meanders a little bit. And there are a few little plot holes that are frustrating. It's not perfect. The acting is incredible. Um, so there are problems with this movie. It's not my favorite. It, it, I like it a lot. I I really do. Um, if you want to give me one more thing that's slightly annoying, why, why why do you got to pick on America? You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) a lot of people could have been bad guys. Why, you know, if they get it there, you know what they're going to do with it, what they do all the time, they're going to use it and oppress people with it. And you know, we're, we're, I'm sorry. I'm kind of old fashioned. We're kind of the good guys and have been in the Marvel universe forever from Captain, We're imperfect good guys. Right. But why do we have to be portrayed as the colonizers in the, you know, the back. And I know they had this ongoing joke with the, you know, with the agent, you know, that, and that's fine. That was funny. Even he laughed at it. Right. When they refer to him as, Hey, my favorite colonizer. Well, you know, that, that's kind of in our culture today thrown around a lot, you know, I get. But,
2: well, that was that was one of the that was one of the critiques that I saw that uh, different different from different perspectives, cultural perspectives were coming back to of where was Wakanda protecting a lot of places from being colonized? They could have they could have stopped a lot of that colonization.
0: Yeah, there's also a school of thought. Um, it's really interesting. The movie, I don't know if you all saw. I haven't seen it. Um, Yet, yeah, but the Woman King that came out recently, oh, I did really want to see. Saw, that.
1: I never saw it. It's supposed to be things. pretty good. I've heard it's yeah. really
0: good, and I would like I to see reviews. it as well. Yeah. But one of the biggest critiques of it is it totally talks about you know the Western slave trade in such a negative light, but they leave completely out that that's historically based on a tribe that was the worst of all the slave traders. That they were some of the worst colonizing and oppressors of all of the, and they conveniently leave that out so again it's storytelling i don't care it's fiction it's not like we you know can't have fun telling these stories but my my, i guess my only kind of like my the it was just it kind of slightly annoys me when people take little shots at 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 the united states and they don't have to there's plenty of other mean countries and civilizations around the world or you know top gun just did a whole thing where we don't even know who the bad guys are you know what i'm saying like why does that have to be, well, if America gets vibranium, you know, we're all, you know, we're in trouble. Well, it could be Saddam Hussein or Osama bin Laden or terror. There's lots of evil people in the world. You know what I'm saying? So that was my only slight irritation. I don't want to make too much about it because I really did like the movie. And I do understand there are other cultural perspectives too, that, that, you know, we're we're imperfect and there's plenty of perspectives that can, that can criticize us. I'm not fragile like that, but. Mm -hmm. I did, I did think it was a little convenient.
1: Well, that's not the word,
0: but you know what I'm saying?
1: To answer your question, Dustin, on my movie of the year, it is going to be Avatar 2. (laughs) That, that (laughs) is you haven't seen it yet. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying is. So you're expecting to love it? I'm expecting it to be my favorite movie of the year. Yes. Okay.
0: Do we have any Anything? What else comes out? Anything else? I hope so. so.
2: Strange World, Thanksgiving. Strange uh, World. But I have the same, uh, I
0: have light year vibes with that, to be perfectly honest.
2: I just read an article last night that said it, it's got no advertising and that Disney's just going to let it fizzle away. So we'll see if that's true or not.
1: Um, so, yeah, we've got Strange World. we got Avatar 2. Um, this is so, okay. So coming oh, to Disney.
2: Disenchanted, the new Disney Plus
1: yeah, that's exactly what I was about. Uh, yeah, to, it
2: comes mm-hmm. out today. today no, it comes Friday.
1: out. Uh, this is the twenty third. Oh, okay. Next, uh, but next week, okay. maybe they could be doing an early. I mean, no, this, I bet
2: you're right. I, okay. I saw Friday, and so today's Friday. I thought it was today, but it's next week. You're right. So there got Amy you know.
1: Adams too. Yeah. I would like to see that. Big names.
2: Yeah, it's gotten. it got way more advertisement than. Than Strange World. I mean, you've not seen. Have you seen a commercial for Strange World anywhere? I have not. Not really. I've seen Disenchanted commercials all week long.
1: Um, Everything for, we've
2: watched uh, on television.
1: Um, Elsa will be in it, and, and Dina Men. What's her name? And Dina. Really, Menzel. Well? Yeah, you know Michelle, she's, Yeah. Or
2: is what, what is it that uh, John Travolta called her that time?
1: <laughs> oh gosh, I don't. But know he announced
2: her. her like she yeah. wins an award, and he messes her name up so bad. <laughs>
1: yeah um there's uh something fun there's a guardians of the galaxy ho- holiday special um on december yep, right. in december that looks like it's going to be fun um i wonder how long uh, it's um, going to be
2: that kind of gives me the vibe remember the old do y'all remember the the old uh, star wars holiday special
1: yep that's i do remember wow. that it's supposed to be 40 minutes i mean that's that's pretty significant that will be fun. There's a um, there is a Aladdin live from the West End going to Disney Plus. So if you liked Hamilton, um, they're going to Aladdin, be putting I'm that. Neither,
2: I didn't see that. Yeah, no, I actually saw I actually saw Aladdin in the West End
1: London. I actually wow.
2: saw that about a year ago.
1: So that there. date is to be decided, but this article thinks it's going to be before the end of the year. So mm-hmm. There you go.
2: Aladdin. Aladdin is a very uh, interesting. I mean, the Broadway show adds so much that what uh, Howard Ashman really wanted the movie to be like is what the Broadway show is. So he's got instead of Abu, he's got friends, and they have songs, and it's a. He's trying to Aladdin's trying to be somebody that it pleases his mom. So there's lots more going on that's that's not there in the movie um that'll be interesting for to see again
1: it's funny this article is definitely missing a couple of things because andor's not on there um it mentions peter pan and wendy um but it says release date to be decided is that going to be disney plus or is that going to be a theatrical release i haven't seen that i kind of was assuming it would be disney plus yeah i think so again this article is kind of making predictions but
2: what about andor we haven't talked about that
1: yeah
2: and and the whole time we've uh, we've been talking about things. Yeah. So, yeah, what you? We we're sakes. finally all caught up. I'm I'm 10. I've seen 10 episodes. No, I've seen 11 episodes.
0: Well, you all go right. first, David. Yeah. You, you go first. first. Tell
2: us what you think. I like it. <laughs> I've been. You like it?
1: No, well, it's yeah, right. it
2: really. I, it, I've never, I've not seen a series that was like I watched, I've watched two seasons at once. Like, I really felt like the first five or six episodes were a season and then he's off in a whole different place, different characters, different people. That's all gone. Um very little. I mean, even the characters that have continued, he's not been with them. So uh it's interesting. I like it. I think I think it's been really good. It's uh it's a little bit of a mystery to me because I just don't know where it's going next. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not uh I I think the writing is good. It I don't there's uh, I've not had those those ugh, cringe factors and awkward lines and things like that that I've been in some of the other uh, other ap- series that we've watched so so far I think this may be my favorite Disney Plus thing of the year. I'm trying I'm trying to I, I need to go back and look at all the Disney Plus stuff we watched More together. More than Obi-Wan? Yeah, I think uh, Obi-Wan this was a, ooh, every now and then. <laughs> And I liked Obi-Wan. At the end, I really liked it. But yeah. this one, this one felt better. Like I Justin, you you reminded me, if you're gonna watch Andor, go like two or three episodes. Uh if you just watch one, you're just you're it's like the it's like the introduction. So if you don't watch more, you're gonna be a little lost. So I think it's one you wanna watch, you know, if you can watch five or six episodes, that's even better because that's like a that's like a little mini series in one. I was yeah. a little confused. Uh, I don't want to spoil it uh, for anybody who hasn't seen it, but in this second section, he he has he has he is the f- first mission. He's he's left his first mission, and he's on this place, and he goes for a walk, and he gets arrested. And I never I've never understood what he did.
0: He did nothing. So there was a, there was a, a they were after other guys. You remember, okay. so they yeah. were, and he gets caught up in the chase and is mistaken. And honestly, they're setting it up to show the oppression of the empire, like a police state where yeah. you could just be. And then now, and then you see later on when he's in prison that they're really just trying to fill up these prison camps uh, by any means necessary. You know, they give him six years and he has no idea what he's even done.
2: I did catch you know? that because the prison camps are all about creating these these things, these parks and these machines that they need, and then they're not right. going to let anybody leave, and so. Which I, yeah, that, to
0: that point, I think that's one of the best things the series does that maybe no other Star Wars things have, have done yet. We always yeah. know the Empire is bad and evil because they blow up planets, right? Yeah. But you get to see the system, you know. You get to see kind of the oppression and in the line you have to walk, you know. And you see in the in the in the upper echelons of the elites, you know, the discussions. Well, if you don't do anything wrong, you got nothing to worry about, you know. The kind of the well, it's good for us but it may not, Mm -hmm. you know, you see the political aspect of what the impact, what it was probably like or would have been like for something like that. And I think that's really, it gets to the nuance of it. It's super interesting to me.
2: I think it's really interesting too, because, you know, uh, I'm always, uh, well, you know, for example, Harry Potter, they have the four houses. And so even when people first said, I'm a Slytherin, I was like, well, who wants to be a Slytherin? That's because I'll, I mean, in my opinion, Slytherin were all uh, Malfoy. They were all people. The, the Malfoy, the, the whole family was like, Ugh, "These are horrible people." But I didn't never. I'd never realized there could be. Oh, they're, 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 their 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 trait is ambition. They're not all evil. They're just all kind of ambitious. They're they're self motivated. They want to win. And so it's like, okay, I I see that you could be Slytherin and not be evil. But like, I have really known people that are like, man, I don't know. I've always I've always kind of sided with the empire and i I had a telemarketer i was talking to a disney telemarketer the other day about an order that was wrong and somehow we got to talk about star wars and she said i've always kind of leaned more towards the the empire and i was like what hold on (laughs) why why and i think this is a good show to kind of go there's they're not just ambitious they are evil (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's yeah. there's no good to the dark side. There's no good to the empire. Nobody nobody's looking out for I mean, not not in this version. I mean in this right. there's no hmm maybe maybe that side has some nobility to it. No. It's all power and greed and pushing the other guy down. But I'm always amazed that I I, I have heard people in the past like kind of like, "Which side are you on?" Well, <laughs> what (laughs) really do we have to have this discussion
1: that's hilarious
2: yeah it was pretty sad i i thought that that whole prison thing the scenes in the prison the the despair that people feel and i thought that was pretty was really pretty well done probably could have made it even worse i'm glad they didn't but yeah yeah it was
0: jd what did you what do you think of the series
1: I mean, I'm agreeing with everything you guys have said. Um, The thing I think has separated it from other Star Wars and just other content we've gotten is, like you said, that it's a lot of a little hint of mystery, but I think it's because every character kind of has multiple layers where we're introduced to a character and we're like, oh, this is this person. But then as we grow, we're like, oh, but this is the why. Oh, but this is like a little more about the why. And it's just like we're learning more and more about the characters, which brings a, a literally a mystery for each character because you're like, why the heck are they the way they are? Um, especially when you're thinking about the rebellion and all those first characters, you're like, why do they hate the Empire so much? Um, so I think that little hint of, wow, I'm intrigued to figure this out has made it super in- entertaining as we are introduced to more uh, characters.
2: Yeah, and you're definitely seeing with these characters the on the – and the rebel side, uh, the oppression and yeah. just the fact that they can be yanked out of their homes and dragged in for questioning and never, never come back and, and their families don't know what have happened to them. I mean, that it's a, it's a very much a, uh it reminds scary, you of
0: Sylvia, uh, Nazi, Soviet Union, uh, which I think the empire was always sort of based yeah. on right? oh, George Lucas sure. yeah. with the, oh, yeah. definitely, but yeah. all those scenes in the on, the, on the, on the, on the, the Star Destroyer, the very first time we see. Darth Vader is when in Return of the Jedi when the, the 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 ship lands and he comes out and everybody's you know standing at attention and just legions of troops and stormtroopers. It's designed to evoke those images for sure, yeah. And, and that's yeah. why I love this so much is because you don't just get the images that are supposed to trigger you know oppression and 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 anger and hatred, but now we see it like it, it in the I guess you would call it in the wild, right? You get to see people living under it.
2: That may be something that, you know, we took for granted as kids with the first with the first series and even the prequel that the dark side is bad. They're called the dark side because there's no light. It's dark. But now we have to kind of show people, oh, yeah, this is bad. Uh, maybe maybe people have don't have that reference like we did with Star Wars that you just assumed Good guy, bad guy. Now we gotta go, hmm, maybe the bad guys aren't good. Maybe they're just maybe they're just misunderstood. And it's not that the bad guys can't have families that they love. I mean, they can still yeah. love their kids and their husbands and wives, but it doesn't mean that they aren't willing to kill other husbands and wives that mm. are in their way.
0: The other thing we have is a whole Star Wars series without the force. So no force. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's doing using magic. Nobody's uh, like
1: lightsabers. I, oh no, I did yeah, have I've a question
2: ab- I'm glad you brought that up cuz okay in one of the last episodes the guy that ch- I, the, the biggest challenge I have with anything new Star Wars is names like I can't k- it, the guy though that uh brings Cassi- Cassian Andor in first the guy that changes his Luthan, Luthan, a lot.
0: his name's Luthen Rayel. Luthen Rael, Luthan Rael. He's, he plays Scall- Stellan Skarsgard right Luthan and Luthan. um I, I just looked that up by the way I didn't but know But don't it off they call him
2: Axis don't the don't axis is, I coming. think, is, his
0: yes, that's okay, his like right. code name.
2: Okay, so and he has uh, he's Luthan when he has the long hair, and then he when he goes out and flies his ship, he goes back to short hair somehow. But yeah, puts anyway, away he has a costume, yeah. Okay, he, in one of the final episodes, he goes in to meet with, with a guy to try to k- k- say, Hey, I need your help with this, and they frisk him and they pull out a weapon, and he goes. Give it back or do something, and the guy gives it back. Wasn't that a lightsaber? I I don't know if I remember this scene. I, I mm-hmm. went back and actually watched it twice because they showed a clip, and I went, I don't remember that scene. It's in it's in episode eight. He goes in to meet with uh, a character that's uh, a black guy, and he's talking to him, and he's trying to say, "I need you to come over." Oh, Saw Songera? Like, oh. Yeah,
0: is it in okay, the case? Who,
2: who,
0: yes okay I do remember this now I mean they frisk honestly, him and I they,
2: would, they pull out his they pull out his weapon and he says something like either use it or give it back yeah and so Solira like a, a stubby is, is, it looks like a, a lightsaber hilt so that's Forrest Whitaker's character
0: and if you know Forrest Whitaker is a big, you know he's a big I think Academy award-winning actor and it's funny in Rogue, one, it in, in Rogue one in Rogue one uh, so in Star Wars, like lore in the books and everything else, he is probably one of the most famous, like fan fiction. Like we want to see this guy on screen, okay. kind of a leader of the rebellion with his own kind of demons and a warlord kind of deal that you can see just that they have different motivations for why this is where we're sorting out who might fight and why and those sorts of things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't remember that. I need to go back and watch that scene but I do love that he's in this and that they are two kind of those two will be kind of the kingpins of the rebellion. You got Mon Mothba, you've got this Luthan character, and you got Saul Guerrero, who okay. are all key pieces to what the rebellion will become.
2: Well, I also wanted to point out that I th- I think the Luthan character kind of shows the the oh man, there there there's there's the, defectiveness in the in the rebellion side as well because he's willing to let he's willing to let people die that could be saved because he yep. doesn't want to mess up i mean it's a it's a battle like in in so, those superhero things you're going to rescue everybody and he's willing to let some it's people dirty war is a dirty business yeah, yeah. It's it's like true war. So, so it makes it uncomfortable. You never get that. You don't get, and I, that's my one concern about the end. We got two more episodes left, and I'm going. How is this going? How is this season kind of going to end?
1: Well, no, so if, it in in, if it ends like Rogue One, it's not going to leave on a, No, on a,
0: you no, You know, it's not going to end like that because <laughs> you got to have these people for Rogue One. That's yeah. yeah of, oh, for sure. Where, where for we're sure. heading. Yeah. but um, but uh, there's two things to that to point that the Luth that the the, the the interaction, the scene where he has with the um, the the um, M- empire officer, the imperial officer on the top of the elevator, you find out he's got a plant, he's got a mole at the highest levels, right? And mm-hmm. that's kind of revealed. And they have that that dialogue. To me, that dialogue, his that scene right there is about as good as it gets in any Star Wars movie ever, as far as like delivering. Um, emotion, all the stuff he said he sacrificed to get oh, yeah. that's what you're to speak to what you're talking about, about yeah. the compromises he's made about the life he has to that he's he, it really condemned to now because of the choices he's made, that he's all in and given everything for the cause of what he says is freedom, dude, did you not get some like, there's some real underpinnings of like, what about George Washington and Alexander Hamilton, all these guys that had been Franklin that had so much to
2: lose? Oh, yeah. To go I mean, down those, that road, if if it's like if, if they had lost the revolution, they would have all been found for treason, and and most of them lost everything. Mo- yeah. I mean, most of the most of those founding fathers ended up losing their fortunes in the in the process. So most of them, you know, did.
0: There's a whole freedom isn't free thing, and and this whole thing's a dirty it's business, and and uh, yeah, that's what I love about it. It's 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 gr- it's, gr- it's kind of as as gritty in terms of like how star Wars could be gritty. You know what I'm saying? But um... there were
2: several, and there were several other characters that, um, the Luthans, f- uh, female, I don't know if she's his wife or she's just his friend, yeah. his coworker, but she has that same, she has that same argument with, uh, one of the people that had been a part of that, siege that Cassian is in like episode five or six and they kind of have a what what have you done lately for the for the cause and basically this like I've given up everything you know I've I spend every minute of my day thinking what next so it was there were there were both of those I thought there was more than actually more than one character going through that
0: that said I'll say this I think it's my favorite of the Star Wars series thus far I like I think. even, I, even I, more than the Mandalorian in a I like different Mandalorian way.
2: Mandalorian a little bit wow. because it just, Holy it man. has a little bit more. Uh, it, it, I mean just Grogu's going to bring in a little bit of heartwarming every now and then he kind of keeps it from being so intense. This is just intense. There's, we've got one little droid that actually was like the saddest droid I think I've ever seen <laughs> in the scene where Marva, is gone and there's just the saddest little droid without his human and I was like this they even made a droid sad so it's like there's just really so, no you, you don't laugh but, but even intense. even
0: no you don't but I think what star wars has done is the whole premise of from the very from episode episode 4 a new hope it's called a new hope that emits this dark there's it's dark and it's dreary and there's despair and there's nothing we can do yet. There's a glimmer of there's a possibility, you know, of mm. a better day. You know that yeah. that something mm. someone's coming to save us, or we can do something about it. And um, we know Leia is going to play into that role. You know, uh, uh, even with the she overlaps the role. They're alive right now. Um right. They're they're contemporaries of DA, of um, Cassie and Andor. Because I wonder if
2: we'll get a little glimpse at some point if we'll see you could see they we'll end up in tattooing. somebody walk past. <laughs>
0: Well, even so, th- there's a lot – that's why I love this series so much is because this timeline right here has the most possibilities, I believe, of people who would have been alive um, on both sides, right? So um, mm, right. both sides of this. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of possibilities of where this could go, and I hope they draw it out. I hope we get five seasons of Andor because, mm. man, Saul Guerrero – and I lo- I can't wait to see. we got two episodes left of the finale. I hope we have one more episode we do when we we finish it because there's a lot to talk about. But I love it. Again, now convince me why I think Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie there is. Um, again, if you haven't seen it yet, David, you've got to see it. It's so good.
2: Well, I definitely think that I, I really And it's just
0: like this. It hits these tones.
2: I know, but it's going to end horrible. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping but
1: this this is going to end. <laughs>
2: Turn on. Yeah, I do, but I do think I've enjoyed the I've enjoyed the production, the acting, the mystery, uh, and the acting all around. Even of the even of the uh, minor characters and uh, so many uh, so many characters, I've just thought it was much better than I've seen in a lot of the movies, animated or live action this year. So I, I agree. You know, I, I think the other that thing, twenty twenty three, that the movies. Go beyond our expectations soon.
0: <laughs> I completely agree. I also love that we've seen, you know, in in the the prequels, especially you see the precursors to the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. We all see the re- every, there's the original start three Star Wars movies, episodes four, five, and six. We have Vader, the Emperor, the Stormtroopers, all of that. The Empire is fully established with its Death Weapon, the Death Star, all that. Then you get the prequels, and you see what it was like before then, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the corruption that takes place where the dark side comes into power and you see the clone troopers, which echo the storm troopers. So you see the, the beginnings and the underpinnings of the empire, what we get in Andor is the beginnings and the underpinnings of the rebellion. You know, we see that fully established with Leia and, and how Han and they use bounty hunters and there's not this code of ethics. They're kind of like revolutionaries, right. And in, in a certain way, what we get to see now is, I don't know if you've noticed, but like the prison outfits that they're wearing or have the orange stripes all that orange in the prison is kind of the color scheme of the the rebellion and you oh, think true. we're heading to you, you see some of these things starting to even the, the the actual contraptions that they're working on and i don't know this may be completely i may be completely off base but the the shape that they are kind of you know there's just things that are happening that echo i think yeah, what the rebellion becomes in the other yeah in the other movies. So um, mm-hmm. I, I love well, seeing this kind of,
2: I've got one more question rip. and, yep. and I, we need to move on. Cause I know we need to wrap it up and we've got a couple more things to talk about, but the guy that the guy in the prison with Cassian, who's the, who's like the foreman of the floor that kind of keeps them all in line. Is that he the knows. same guy that plays in Wakanda who has the, who has the special arm? Is that
1: the and same actor? Like, oh yeah. And now is. that you say that, I so. Uh, he I, hope he, I
2: hope he comes back. It kind of left it with him looking like he wasn't. I like seeing him play a, a a guy that was. I want to see him escape the prison with it. And we all w- there was this massive prison escape, and we only know old, where Cassian and one other guy are. And I'm hoping that somehow he got out because he was he was a pretty big character. I'd like That's to see him Schmeagle. Show up again.
1: That's Schmiegel from Lord of the Rings. I never
2: well, realized that. Yeah. Is it? Oh, gosh, it is. Wow. Yeah. Andy Serkis is his
0: name.
1: Yeah.
2: I um, didn't realize that. Well, I hope he shows back up again. I thought that was really sad when they got out and their only escape was by water. And he said he couldn't swim. And that was really, really sad moment.
0: I also love that in a Star Wars show, the acting across the board has been stellar. Like, they, there's some great acting in all this. Mm-hmm. Um, every and a, much,
2: and a much bigger cast. Like one thing, a I huge think it's cast. a bigger, but much bigger cast than than Mandalorian seems to have. Like when Mandalorian has big crowd, it's just crowd scenes, mm-hmm. uh, smaller ensemble. This is a much. Just seemed like just tons of actors, and they're dipping into that British. Uh, you know, some are British, some are some have American accents, some have British accents. It's kind of interesting in space, in a few thousand years that. We're still going to have British accents, but.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to talk more about it. And I'm, I'm really, I think my series of the year as well.
2: Mm. Well, hey, before we go today, uh, I know that JD got a chance to go back to the parks and he got to uh, experience the return of Fantasmic, which is a fan favorite nighttime extravaganza's music and fireworks show. JD, what did you think of the new version?
1: <laughs> well, before we hop into that, let me explain how I got to it <laughs> because it definitely wasn't just walking up and seeing the show. Um, uh, we definitely had to wait. We waited a solid, a solid, I'm trying to remember, probably two and a half hours, maybe three, where we got in line for this thing, but they don't let you really like formally get in line because beauty and the beast has its last showing at like five or five 30. So literally like there's cast members telling people like, go ride a ride, go do something. And me and McKay, you know, we've, we've done it all multiple times. So we just like, this is the reason we're here. We're just going to hang out next to, you know, the show. And as soon as they let people line up, we're just going to line up because we're just hanging out anyways. And uh, it was actually really nice that Disney let people sit down because we only got in line for about 10 or 20 minutes and they just went ahead and let everybody in, which I thought was just so nice not to let people stand up that long. Um, so you, so went, you, went us... to,
2: you went to the eight o'clock show.
1: Yeah, we did. Right. Mm-hmm. But when yes. you
2: when you text me, it was like five o'clock and you were in line. So did they open the line that early?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is as soon as as soon as that Beauty and the B show emptied, and they could put traffic through it, there was a crowd waiting to just be in line. Like there was a, a line to be in line. Um, but we crazy. so so we talked to a couple of cast members because I was like, hey, what's the best way to do this? Because you know Disney's just kind of different every day um, with this kind of stuff. So I was like, hey, like what's the deal right now? And she told us on opening day. They had people at 10 a.m. lining up on opening day of Fantasmic. At well, 10 a. I, I,
2: I bet, I bet, a hundred percent of the people that I watch that do Disney content that live in Florida were there that opening day. They were all fighting for good camera spots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, the great thing about Fantasmic, though, is the elevation is so sweet that you're going to have right. a pretty good view wherever you are. So, unless you do just have a video camera, which they don't yeah. let you really do a lot with setting stuff up. Um, yeah. But I think we, they were, I, people were wanting those primo spots for, for,
2: for TikTok yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. Instagram.
1: Yeah, but, anyways, so that was the preface to get there. Um, the, another note was it is so fun to go to Disney at a time where, um, people who are going to that Fantasmic show are, couldn't be more excited for it. Like you're surrounded by the massive Disney fans who are, who are going to cheer as loud as they can cheer. So just as a fan, that's fun to be surrounded by.
2: The first couple of videos that I watched of it, the people were screaming so loud, that it was like it reminded me of those old that old footage of people going to see the Beatles and the girls are passing out. It's like Mickey <laughs> came out, Mickey came out, and the yeah. crowd screamed so loud I thought they're they're gonna literally pass. out.
1: I'm serious. See, I mean, you I saw people uh, crying,
2: yeah. people just crying, just tears. I mean,
1: I love the show. I love the show, and it was great. And so, so exactly what you just said. It starts with the classic Mickey. You know, and just shooting around. And right when that starts, people just go insane. And people are screaming. And uh, so I thought that – did it start with that in the previous show? As best I can tell, yes. It, it
2: always has okay. started with that. Okay. And they were, that was uh, – the, the one thing when I went through and watched, there were, there were more things that I saw in this new version that I thought were new. And yeah. then when I went back, I was like, "Oh, that was already in there. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. I just don't remember that." So I th- keep going, and I'll tell you why yeah. I think that why that is.
1: Yeah. So um, a lot of great stuff. I liked it, it stayed true to a lot of '90s movies, which is the golden era, the Renaissance. So I like that as a Hercules fan. Um, the The biggest difference to me that I liked was they had this Moana scene. That was really cool that, of course, it's surrounded by fountains. So it was a, a great scene where she and a real person who is Moana runs out and is, is doing a little thing. And it's kind of the way of the water already where they've got great water projections and things like that. But they tied that into Moana, which was really cool. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit, Dad. And you were talking about how it was less live action people. Um, that was probably the only, you go ahead.
2: Yeah. I went back and watched
1: it in the, if you've, if most people have that are Disney
2: fans have probably seen it, but, uh, it, it, the, the show came out like in 1998 and one of the big segments in the show featured Pocahontas and Radcliffe, the villain and John Smith. And there's, it's a lot of stunts. It's a little bit of like Indiana stunt show. I mean, they're swinging from vines, they're jumping and falling off things. And uh, it's like a 10 minute segment. And uh, of course, and then there's Native Americans in canoes on the water going back and forth. There's just a lot of action. So at one point, I, I remember counting in a video, there were like 10 to 15 people on stage that were dressed up as the English. English characters plus all the characters that were dressed up as native Americans. And I don't think in the new show, I quite saw as many people it looked like they'd scaled it back, but they brought out more lead characters. So instead of Pocahontas, now we have Moana, uh, Elsa makes an appearance, Aladdin, uh, Aladdin has a few guys that are chasing him, but it's a much smaller, as uh, much smaller guy. Hey, I wanted to ask yeah. you, did you get the impression that Moana was walking on water?
1: You I didn't know?
2: like. I watched it. No, and I was just like, I just thought she was splashing in the water. She's yeah, I thought she's yeah. supposed to be walking on water. And do you know that goes mm-hmm. all the way? I I, I saw this uh, this video about the making of it originally, and all the way back at the beginning, they wanted Mickey to walk out on the water. Oh, and Eisner, I, Michael Eisner said, "No, we're not. You know, we're not. Everybody will think we're saying Mickey." Is Jesus, and we're not going to have Mickey walk out on the water. Yeah, so I yeah. didn't catch it with Moana. I just well, thought, only on yeah. Easter. Yeah. No, yeah, only on Easter. I kind of thought she was just splashing in the water, but yeah. I guess she could have. been. But it really, it's like she walks. She she interacts with the water. Uh, the, I think that one of the things that I was really impressed with, that I don't think gets enough, like uh, the the media, the level of the lights and the visual effects went up like a hundred percent it's 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 the visuals are just amazing so that but the other thing that nobody ever talks about is that somebody has to go back and take those original tracks which are 30 years old and then they go hey we're going to take out this whole pocahontas section that has all these pocahontas songs and let's drop in a song from aladdin And a song from Frozen 2, and a song from Moana, and let's keep a little bit of Pocahontas, but it's got to sound like it's always been there, and it's got to be in all the right keys. And I mean, you can't just throw any song in a medley. You've got to, things don't work like that. You have to, you constantly have to go, what works here? And, uh, How how does it fit? And so all that to go, man, they take these old tracks, same voices, same, everything's the same. They're just reworking all these tracks, but they're adding four new songs to the middle Mm -hmm. of it, which is was really unbelievable. It does and I haven't even heard anybody talk about how how somebody had a massive job to rearrange all that, re-record all that, edit it all together and make it sound like this is the way it's always been. And I thought that was one of the best things. It's like it they plused it, but they made it feel like the same the same fantasmic it just went up it's the it's rare that they take they add and they take something out and you don't go, oh I don't like this at all I thought that yeah deep. the one thing my own one thing I really wish they had done they added Mickey, supposed to he says I need a little help and they add four characters and we got three princesses. And one Aladdin. So I would have liked to have seen at least like Hercules thrown in there. I think again for all the little boys, it would have been nice to have had a yeah. another uh strong uh role model, you know, to yeah. look up to. But yeah. We it's... get a lot, we get a lot of princesses. We have those three princesses, plus we already have three princesses on the floats that sing that come by uh, Snow White and Ariel and Belle. So there's a lot of princesses in the show. I think one more dude. <laughs> Saying, "Hey, you can be a hero. You can fight the. You can fight the villains." Would have been a nice touch. Maybe yeah. we'll get him. A, maybe he'll be added in at some point.
1: Yeah, it flows. the distance is just the best. Yeah, hero good, song yeah it is. It really is. <laughs> and I, hey, I'll if they ever let Disney fans vote, that Hercules more Hercules presence will be my vote. Um, but one I, thing, I thought it
2: was great. I can't wait, yeah. Justin. I hope you guys get to come soon and get to see it.
1: Yeah, one thing that was unique about our showing that I want to tell you guys about, because I thought me and McKay started almost laughing, um, was there's this one part where it pretty much shoots up this whole like wall of water where, of course, they project on like some of the most iconic Disney characters. And in the midst of it, I mean, it's just throwing them up there. And as it's falling down, it's like just iconic, iconic, iconic. And then it's like five second spurts. And what's the girl from Encanto? What's her name? Mirabel. Mirabel. The main one. Is that her name? Mirabel. Yeah, I I think so. I'm not sure. It pops up and the whole like 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 arena like screams like an excitement. And I'm like, did y'all just see like Peter Pan? And, you know, <laughs> like all these characters and like this Encanto character and I me and McKay looked at each other and we were like, wow. Like, I cannot believe that just got people like riled up and like that excited them. I mean, it is like, good for them, like that's awesome, but I just was not expecting it.
2: Well, I think it's because really she's the first character. Again, and all the all the characters in this in this show are musicals. There's no. You're not going to see Zootopia. They're all char- they're all characters that have been in musicals, whether the dwarfs or Olaf. They're all they all sing. So uh, she's the first character you've really seen pop up since Moana and Elsa. I mean, there's just been there hasn't been anything in this in, since Frozen. Hardly. And Moana since that, that you can pop up. So I was surprised it wasn't Bruno. <laughs> mm-hmm. They didn't have Bruno show up in there somewhere. I didn't see him, but yeah, I, I did hear the screams. And they screamed when Elsa came out too. So I'm always amazed that he's like, will, will there be a moment where people go, man, Elsa is everywhere. She's in every part, every corner, everywhere you go, she's there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, people well, was like Santa Claus. definitely recommend it. Everybody needs to go Elsa, to see it. Elsa Claus. Elsa
2: Claus. Hey,
0: I can't wait to see it. Reviews have been almost uh, almost universally great. So uh, that's that's awesome. But yeah, Glad to yeah get I to have to see not it. read
2: anybody I, even even the even the most negative uh, people that I, I I will watch to see what they say. Everybody has said positive things. So awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, always fun, always a pleasure. We'll get back hopefully one more episode. Maybe talk about some Disney Christmas movies. Um, in our next episode, but until then, thank you well, for your time. Yeah.
2: Maybe we, maybe we can look at the list for 2023 and make predictions of what's going to be the best. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, can't wait, guys. It's always fun. until next time. See y'all. See ya. Thanks, guys.